Hi, I'm Kristen. And I'm Mike. And we're lost in the Sunnydale stack. Sunnydale Stacks, where every other week we immerse ourselves in the world of Sunnydale, California, and review two episodes of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. This week, we're dusting off Listening to Fear and Into the Woods. Into the Woods! And Into the Woods! And then I have another bean. I don't, yeah, I don't know. Oh, I there's, have to say, there's try- a story about that. I like I've I've seen the movie version of Into yeah. the Woods. Mostly, I just remember a uh, wolf with a giant penis. I'm like, like what? Ha- what is happening? What uh, is happening, guys? That you'll back me up on this. That wasn't in the movie. That's just <laughs> that Kristen, I guess, imagined or wanted to be in the movie. Oh, and Bernadette Peters. I love oh. Bernadette Peters. But when I was trying to find uh, images for this episode mm. for us. Oh. It was really hard and I get the musical version I'm like Into the Woods yeah. Buffy. No, stop showing me the goddamn wolf penis. <laughs> Buffy Into Buffy. the Woods Buffy. <laughs> right. So happy new year from the Sunnydale Stacks. Yay. It has to be better. <laughs> it, it, just, it has to be. That's... <laughs> yeah, jail style. We, uh, for New Year's, we thought that we would write some New Year's resolutions for the Scoobies. Mm-hmm. Which now that I'm thinking about it seems really judgmental, but like I'm deciding what your resolution but, but is. But we're like we're we're trying to to channel them. It's an acting exercise. There you go. Yeah. There we go. All right. That that clears us. Okay, so for Buffy, mm-hmm. Happy New Year, Buffy. Happy New Year. In 2017, you should use ride chairs or cabs, because uh, you run everywhere all the time, even when it makes no sense. This As is we'll such a great idea. Episode, yes. That's great. I will. I mean, like cardio is great, but like no, yeah. you could, you actually like would save time and maybe catch more vans. I mean, there's so many instances where time is an issue. It's not like you know what I'm just going to run because yeah, I could use the exercise. It's like no, time is an issue. I don't care how fast you run, Buffy. Cars are are going to be faster unless you're going through like the forest. And rideshare is cheap. Man. Yeah. Uh, that is good. Uh, my New Year's, New Year's resolution for Buffy was to go to every class. We've only seen you <laughs> attend one. You're, next season, you're going to want this degree, honey. Mm. We, she only spent time in her dorm room this year off screen. Yeah. But you don't need to be in the dorm room to get your degree. No, no. I need you to go to class. Yeah. Buff, listen to me. Double Meat Palace is bad news. <laughs> go to class. Spoilers. I mean, the saddest thing if somebody was really upset about that spoiler oh god i'm not spoiling you can skip it happy 2017 giles we think that you should uh check the danger levels of your merchandise better yes there have been multiple instances where it's just like oh i shouldn't be selling this oh these two things can create a snake uh demon out of a regular snake you're supposed to be mr watcher research guy do the research just like your bread and butter and especially when you know there's like a super powerful lady around doing mischief. It's not like you think you're all in the clear. There's a super power evil lady going around. I said that Giles should join one club and make at least one new friend. Oh, he does need a new friend. He does need a new friend. Join a, he I mean a book club would be perfect for him. I I see my I think he would be he would take it over too much. He would be like 
Well, as a watcher. Blah, 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 blah. True, but that, I mean, he could find that one person finds that endearing. <laughs> or yeah. another person that tries to also, and then they start competing, and it's like a, a meet cute thing where at first they're like, I'm frustrated with you, but then uh, you're kind of cute. I think what you're doing right now is pitching a spinoff series. <laughs> It'd be fine. Jazz and love. Go well. All right. So for Willow, you should make a resolution to have consistent feelings towards the uh, arena of drama. Because you used to be, <laughs> be afraid of it. All of a sudden, you're taking drama classes and not saying why. Just choose one. Yeah. Just... Cho- choose a path. Or like say like, hey, here's why I've changed my mind. Especially when you're talking with like your girlfriend or your best friends. Yeah. It's Seems weird like, that they don't ask. That they're, yeah. they're not. I like, mean, hey, hey. did you have crippling stage fright not two years ago? <laughs> not even two years ago, but like in Restless. Like yeah. in, wasn't, in that, wasn't that part of like your, six months your nightmare? I said that Willow needs to call Anya and set up a gal date so they can get to know each other. Oh, that's sweet. All right. For Xander, um, I think this is one he's already on the path towards, but I think. Because honestly, he's doing pretty well in his life. I just yeah. think consistently dress better. That's funny. I had a very similar one. Yes. Mine said that over the next year, you need to replace every single piece of printed uh, clothing in your closet. Mm. I'm not always anti-prints, but his prints are terrible. I think he should have one for like nostalgia sake. Okay. Or if he's going out to the club. Great. You you get to leave two. I'm allowing you like a Hawaiian beach t-shirt mm-hmm. for when you actually go to the beach. That's yeah. acceptable. And one like clubbing yeah. shirt. Anything else nice, with the print. Your nicest paisley. Yes. Everything else got to go. So next, uh, Anya. Um, I think you should uh, try to not talk unabashedly about your sex life all the time. Yeah. Just just less. I'm not saying completely cut it out. No. Because I'm a realist. I understand. Well, and it's also, I think it's healthy to not try to be like, this is a taboo no-no subject. Like, no. But, like, but, you don't need to say, oh, and this is the type of sex we're about to have right now. Yeah. Like, oh, you could just say, like, hey, I'm going to go, you know, spend some time with Xander. Yeah. We'd get it. Wink at me. And I'm like, yeah, I got you, yeah. girl. It's fine. I said that Anya needs to remember her pleases and thank yous. Oh, that's And nice she one. should make it a goal uh, to ask one person every day about themselves. Oh, that is sweet. That's very nice. Happy New Year, Spike. We <laughs> think that you should. Stop stalking. That is, just, yes. Just stop. Stop it. This is one of those cold, cold turkey, turkey ones. Mm. Just no, not even a little. No nope. uh, picture theft. Nope. No, Stay off Facebook. Uh, no hanging out by that one tree you love. Oh, God, he loves that tree. <laughs> that tree should get a room. Uh, I said that he sh- he needs to make it his focus this year to stay single the whole year. <laughs> He's always yep. girl crazy. He needs to focus on himself and be comfortable being alone. Yeah, he's a serial monogamous. He needs to just learn how, how, how he can be his best spike. Yes. You you be in a relationship with Spike this year, Spike. Mm-hmm. What what is it like? <laughs> There's that on your so, wink. It's all right. The wink uh, at uh, me. I got it. And for our last Scooby. Yep, the very last Scooby. Uh, for Tara, I would say just chime in more. You've got you've got good ideas. I'd say just like don't be as shy around like mm-hmm. the Scoobies. You got some great ideas. Go ahead and chime in. Very similarly, I said that she needs to te- uh, tell one joke every week, <laughs> even if the Scoobies don't get yep. it and it goes over their head or it goes sideways. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. You spoke up. Be heard. I don't know. I mean, who would make a joke that people don't get that's about something obscure? 
I don't know anybody who ever does that. Nope. Mm-mm. Anyways, that's it yep, for that's... our Scoobies. That's right. everyone. And for our last Scooby, uh, Wait, the very last one. Mike, we we already said we that Tara was the last one. Oh, no, but we need to do Dawn, because Dawn's always been here. Oh, right. Yes. She's always been here. Yep. From the very start. I remember her in the pilot episode. Oh, yeah. It was weird. Because um, she was like nine. Uh, <laughs> okay, for Dawn, very simple. Just think before you talk. You know, just do it once a day. And I think you'll maybe get into the habit more, and you'll do it all the time then. That's I literally have the exact same thing, <laughs> but my actionable like yeah. resolution for that was she needs to meditate once a day. I think that is a a lofty goal, but an admirable one. <laughs> I don't think she's being good at it, no. but you got to. I mean, just. I mean, they got that room in the back of the magic exactly. box. It's perfect for it. right. Giles can teach you how to meditate. Mm-hmm. Not sure he wants to, but. So happy New Year from the Sunnydale Stacks. Happy New Year. We hope your last year was tolerable. We hope your 2017 is great. Please celebrate responsibly. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait. This is coming out like the week after things or a week after New Year's. I hope you're sober now. <laughs> I hope the hangover isn't that terrible. Yes. Now let's head into the Sunnydale Stacks and open the books on Listening to Fear. I can hear your ear on the mic, actually. Oh, I was just listening yeah. to fear. Listening? To, are you afraid of the mic? <laughs> Mike? <laughs> Mike, are you, afra- are you afraid of yourself? Do we need to get into this right now? Uh, I don't have no mirrors in my house. <laughs> You're a vampire. <laughs> we do usually record this at night. This is why he always says not all vampires. He's taking it not all vampires. personally. <laughs> yeah, I, I think this show, I like a lot of the characterization, but I got to say... It's it's a little regressive as far as it treats ba- vampires. This is why you're always you're so anti-alcohol. You're like, don't drink booze, drink blood. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's so much better for you. Just oh, try it. Gross. So if you're keeping track of uh, uh, Michael's intake uh, guidelines, uh, no alcohol before you're 21. If you're gonna do drugs, it's your decision whether or not to overdose. <laughs> and blood is the best thing to drink. <laughs> waters for pussies <laughs> <laughs> yes i go by coyote ugly rules oh no it's true yep <laughs> i do though remember coyote ugly fondly because i had a friend who once started a because sentence. they were like half naked girls i mean I, I i mean at that age there's just so much coming in. Um, <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> oh, that I wish. Um, Are we avoiding getting to this episode because it sucks? <laughs> no, we have very important things to discuss about Coyote Ugly. Okay. But I had a friend once um, who who started a sentence, every time I watch Coyote Ugly, I, and that to me was the height of comedy. <laughs> just, just the fact that you watch Coyote Ugly enough to have a ritual is delightful. So I remember TV that movie lot. very fun. What? It used to be on TV a lot. Yeah. I feel like it was the USA's schedule for about 2003 to 2009 was Coyote Ugly and Monk. It was just, those are the two things they had to put into programming. 
So the Summers women are camping out in Joyce's hotel room. Uh, I've never had a stay overnight in the hospital. Have you? I've never stayed overnight. I've had family members who have. Mm. But yeah. Um, never like broken anything or gotten seriously ill enough to have to stay. I've broken bones and I had my head cracked open and I, I've had like things that might normally result in you staying overnight in the hospital mm-hmm. but like i've lucked out every time that i haven't i'm just saying right now if it happens i'm an avid pedestrian and i am always prepared that like i might get hit by a car mm. any day and i expect that i might end up in the hospital like when that happens bring me books this looks terrible bring yeah. me books mm. all i want is my books that actually sounds like a great thing about like oh i need to lay in bed and read all day mm-hmm. done yeah do it just get me an old-fashioned Game Boy. I'm going to Tetris the shit out of it. Yes. We call those tablets now. You no, don't... I need an old-fashioned Game Okay. <laughs> you don't want color. It's too no. overstimulating. I want color. I want buttons. I want a screen that is not backlit. <laughs> <laughs> That's very... I'm very particular. Uh, they're eating... Jo- Dawn is eating Joyce's green jello, um, yeah. which is the best jello flavor well because it has the uh, same ekg reading as the human brain what yeah they've measured it and i'm not sure if it's only lime jello but like if you if you basically put a a plate of lime jello and like hook it up to an ekg yeah it'll read roughly the same as the human brain what does an ekg measure uh it's like a i don't know it's like a very common thing they measure your brain with but it's not like it's not like a CAT scan. Yeah. So it's like a little bit more basic. But I'm not sure like what circumstances you need an AKJ versus other things. I think it's more of like a monitoring thing. Okay. But uh, I remember that's terrifying. That. Yeah. That's out of a horror movie. Yeah. That's the blob. Yeah. Just gonna roll around on you. Pick Ugh. up all the pineapples in sight. Ugh. Uh, so they schedule her surgery the day after tomorrow. Cancer stuff. I don't know. Yeah. It's uh, it's like hey, isn't it funny how she might die? Exposition, exposition, exposition. Yep. Uh, Riley is supposed to be helping the Scoobies with patrol, uh, mm-hmm. but I don't, I don't see him in this fight. No. Nope. Buffy just said he's he's with the Scoobies. I don't and there's see him. Some tough vamps. It looks like you know WWF in there. There, I mean, they, this is a pretty good fight. Lucky for the Scoobies, though. The, I mean, these they are very strong female vamps, mm-hmm. but they seem to just really want to like throw you into things. Yeah, they're not very coordinated because they very easily could be like, "Let's do this together," throw them all into a pile and just eat them. But even like they're not they're not going to bite anyone. Like they're not no. trying to. And like these gals' arms are buff. They look like they just rip your head off, and they're yeah. like, "I'm just going to push you into something." You'll mm-hmm. you'll get up in a couple seconds. Maybe they have uh, like partial chips, like spikes. So pushing's okay. Pushing's okay. But this is proto chip. Yeah. Uh, Willow dusts two of them. Yeah. Go Willow. In the back, very sneaky Willow. And then we go to Riley. <sighs> Fuck you, Riley, and your whole fucking addiction metaphor. Ugh. He's he's. You know what's a better addiction metaphor? What's that? Magic. Yep. <laughs> 100%. Just much, much better. Much, much like cleaner and less like. What are you getting? Out what? Of this? Why? 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 Yeah. So he's in like a crack den. Yeah, it's like basically. such a crack. Den. It is. I don't even know how else to describe it. Yeah. Just he's in a crack den. There's no crack, but I mean there could be. I don't know, but we don't see. We don't any- know where all the vampires like to feed from. That's true. Um, there, but there's a bunch of vampires filling, feeding off of willing victims. Mm-hmm. 
and he's letting some chick feed off him. Ugh. Dude, your dark side sucks. It's just like shitty and kind of boring. You, that it's that. It's like, oh, your your dark side is you being a willing victim in a really disgusting house. Yeah. I hate you. <laughs> like, yeah. This is where did Joss get this from? So he, so this is where I'm stuck, right? Yeah. The idea. So he, he sits there and lets a vamp feed off of him, and he's clearly addicted because mm-hmm. he keeps going back. Why would anyone do this? His explanation later makes no sense. Yeah, and it feels like maybe if they'd built to it, it would make a little more sense. I still don't. I don't think I'd ever really like it unless they clearly establish that there's like. Something truly euphoric about being bitten by vampires. Sure, that. But there's not really. There's not. Like some people enjoy it. Like like Spike enjoyed being bitten by Drusilla, but that's because he's kind of weird. Well, and, and he was in the right state of mind. Like I know, like some some people enjoy pain mm-hmm. sexually. Mm-hmm. So if I had an inkling that that's what Riley was into, yeah. and like he even says harder, but it doesn't. It doesn't really Seem, register. No. That. Or like the, uh, this is so forbidden, like I shouldn't be doing this. And yeah. I guess that's part of it, but it really feels like a pissy teenager move of like, you know what, I'm, I'm mad at the Slayer, so I'm going to go let vampires feed him. Yeah. That'll show her. It's, it looks like he wants attention. Yeah. It yeah. is what he wants. And it's, I mean, I guess maybe is it more of a metaphor for prostitutes? I, I get, but that that place looks such like a crack den, like it looks yeah. like it's been used in every TV show and movie from 1992 to now. Yeah, it's like had to have a crack house. They just got that set up and used it as that location. Yeah. Uh, so Willow shows up to the hospital with her sack of Christmas goodies. Santa Claus, Jewish Santa. <laughs> I love Jewish it. She's Chinese Jewish Santa. Um, she brings. Joyce a beer hat. I can sympathize with Willow here yeah. where I often have ideas that I'm like, this is the best idea ever. And then given time, I'm like, oh shit. Oh wait, no, they can't read. Why did I get them a book? <laughs> this is, this was funny two weeks ago, but right now, like getting you a blender, it's a blender, but that's not funny. No, it's like, Kind of practical, but not really, because I think you already have a blender. Yeah. This, so I've experienced this. This is my yeah. this is my Christmases. So I I I love Willow in this moment. Mm-hmm. Joyce is he- get getting headaches. Oh, she's, she's such a trooper. She is. She's trying. She's really trying to be like yeah. I'm. I'm okay. Yeah. Uh, Buffy is still technically in school. Okay. I I see no evidence of that. Sure. Uh, well, Willow brings homework, so there's your evidence. That's spotty. That would not hold up in court. It's a little bit worth a joke, but like, I don't believe in tiny Jewish Santa. Yeah. Uh, Joyce goes to a weird place where she says, I'd rip it in half and stick it in bed with me. Yeah. And then she's completely back to normal. It's really sad. And we find out that that's that's due to the tumor. It's putting Mm -hmm. pressure on her brain and making her um, say things that she's not intending to say and doesn't even remember saying them. Yeah, I'm I'm a little upset at Buffy that she hadn't told Dawn about this before. Yeah. Because it feels like it would be that would not be nearly as traumatic if you kind of knew it was coming. 
true, but maybe since Buffy had, it looks like Buffy had not seen it before that yeah. like she kind of didn't think it was going to be this. This bad? This maybe? bad. That it might just be like, oh, can you hear me the purple spoon? You're like, the purple spoon? You mean just a normal spoon? Yeah, the spoon. Why, why purple? Yeah. Like, so, I mean, that. Yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping this is true to life. Not that, like I hope that people <laughs> go crazy. No, but yeah. I'm just saying that like, I, I would hope that they have done their research that mm-hmm. this actually that's happens. a potential yeah side effect of it's it sounds very true sure but no. another crazy guy in the hospital tells dawn that she doesn't exist i uh, mean he's not wrong he's not wrong buffy's explanation is kind of weak the whole yeah. like i just think that people you know think that nothing exists outside of them and i feel like even if i were dawn i'd be like yeah but why do they keep saying it to me yeah me specifically he didn't say they it to, come you. Up to me in groups of people and say hey you you don't exist they just know that she's boring <laughs> uh we turn that hospital is sending crazy people home due to overcrowding yeah. not yes. a yes. good yes. plan yeah, not 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 the best. Not as bad as some of those hospitals who do the uh, just like dropping off random um, homeless mental patients on the street. You've heard about that, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. Real fun episode so far, guys. <laughs> uh, Tara and Willow are camping out on the roof. Oh, I like to think that they do this a lot. Yeah, it's just it's cute. I like I, it. I like it because like I feel like this episode needs something that's just like. Sweet and mm. good. Yep. And makes you, like, still have faith in the show. Right. That's... It's not just going to be either mind-numbingly depressing or a really weird choice. <laughs> um, Killer Snot Monster from Outer Space? Weird? Yeah. Um. Can, can we... Okay. So here's my thing. I want to it... break down what I just said, though. Yes. Killer. Okay, that's common enough. There's a lot of killer things. Snot. That's a little weird. Monster. Well, that's very common in the show. From outer space. A from? Okay, that word. Outer space? Yeah. Um, Like an alien? Like an alien from another planet. But like it's summoned? In a spaceship. A space rock. A space Let's be rock. Honest. It doesn't even have a ship. But it does seem like weirdly unnecessary. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. I, I would not be opposed to an episode of Buffy that was called Killer Stop Monster from Outer Space. If it was like a weird, funny episode where they thought they were dealing with an alien the whole time. Yeah. And it turned out not to be. Or even that they they didn't realize they were dealing with an alien the whole time. If it was like kind of like more funny, weird one-off episode. If it wasn't played as like a straightforward, oh, this is one of those demons you summon from outer space. That's an alien, I guess. Super. And no one questions it. No one and, questions it. And no one's it. like, this is not where demons come from. Is it come from another dimension? No, just from outer space. And like, no one's like, are we sure that's possible? I know demons exist and vampires exist, but are we sure that alien demons are a thing? Yeah. And why would we know how to summon them? And where are they coming from exactly? That. And why, I mean, why is it an alien? Why can't it just be an ancient demon that you summon? Yeah. To, to quell, like, it. there's no need for it to come out of the sky. No. Yeah. So a meteor hits. Meteorite, because once it hits the ground, it's a meteorite. I'm yeah. a dork. And the gang tracks it down with Riley's help. It's cracked open and it's hollow. Yep. And they immediately say, well, something was in it. Not just that it was a hollow rock that's cracked open, mm-hmm. but something definitely came out of that. And it's one of those things where, like, of course, you're in an episode of TV. You're right. 
But how would they have any idea that this was anything other than just a regular meteorite? Right. That. Like, why would they even think to investigate it in the first place? No. Like, that's just a thing that happens. Maybe if you hear that weird attacks are happening, you're like, oh, there was a meteorite last night. That's the one new thing. Let's go check that out. And there, one of the attacks was right by this meteorite, yeah. right after it struck. Yeah, but it's like, well... And there's the a trail char- of goo. We're the main characters of this series. We have to investigate anything that happens in this town. Come on, Shaggy. Come on, Scooby. Let's go find out. Like, what's that meteorite, Scoob? <laughs> I'm not going to. It'll be worse than my Donald Duck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that just makes me want you to get 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 get, get you to do that more. You're okay, Shaggy. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> I immediately regret that decision. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I feel like, I don't know how, but that's offensive to somebody. <laughs> We're going to get letters. Again, I have no idea from who. We get a point of view shot of whatever crawled out of the meteor. And it's, uh, wait, do we see it yet? Or it's just the point of view right now? I think it's just the point just of view right now. View. What's well, a little evil daddy? That's something. All right, and then we, he attacks the crazy guy. Mm-hmm. I think I think once he attacks, then we get to a look at this thing. Let's talk about the purple slug. It is adorable. <laughs> no, it looks like a, a new Pokemon. <laughs> I just want to pick it up and hug it. It is a fat uh, cockroach that is. It is purple and smelly and slimy. And it you is know that smell. It is short. Yeah. It is very short. I would say it is an adorable little tadpole guy <laughs> that you could easily just pick up and hug and give you little kisses. This is like one of my big problems with this episode is this thing is not intimidating. It's adorable. So anytime someone's like scared of it, I'm like Get, get a broom. Kick just kick it. Just kick it real hard. It's the uh, it's the 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 Chucky problem. I'm scared of Chucky. <laughs> Chucky is terrifying. Well, Chucky because have here's likes. the thing: he can sneak up on you, mm-hmm. and you're like, "Oh, it's just a doll. That's fine." Yeah. And like, come at you with a knife. Mm-hmm. This thing can't sneak up on you, well, it and it is not walls. fast. It can climb on the ceiling. That's kind of spooky. <sighs> And, like, let's be honest, this is a short person army crawling. Yeah. Which, like, have you ever tried to army crawl? You cannot move fast. Well, but he's from outer space, so that's the fastest way to travel in, in outer, outer space. space. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Joyce is adita- agitated. She wants Ooh. to go home. Yeah. Um, there's a real role reversal here, mm-hmm. which is sad. You know, the, Joyce telling the doc, telling Buffy, Buffy, tell them. And yeah. um, Buffy has to send Dawn to the vending machine. So when the Scoobies check out the meteorite, they find the crazy guy's body. He was choked by smelly goo. Looks like a leech. Like when he was taking the goo out, looks like a leech. Oh, do you ever step on a slug in your backyard? Uh, not that I know of. Okay, this happened to me. You would know. You yeah. would know. This happened to me several times as a kid. You run Ooh. around barefoot. You step on a slug. Ooh, barefoot. Ugh. Yeah. 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 It's disgusting. Yeah. And it takes so much effort to wash off because it is just so slimy. Mm. That's what. That's why I'm calling this thing the purple slug. Because yeah. that's, what, that's what's in this dude's mouth. Yeah. Also weird that like... 
he's got he's been choked by goo but later on we're gonna see that it hardens on yeah. joyce's face is it like the goo wasn't wasn't ready yet eh? mm. uh so the gang's gonna research riley's gonna stay behind because you know he's not good at research he was only a ta for psychiatry yeah um we only have one more episode to deal with him. Let's just move on. <laughs> so he calls the initiative. Yeah. Again, your track record that time is weird. You go back and forth. God damn it, Riley. Yeah. Okay. <sighs> I'm just going to start pointing to you. When I point to you, I want you to say, God damn it, Riley. God damn it, Riley. Thank you. So the slug is in the psych ward. Fine. That's a good place for him because he yeah. likes spitting up on crazy people. It's like New China Buffet. Yeah. <laughs> but here's the thing. Does he actually, like, feed on them, or does he just, like, spew up into them? I think he just spews up into them. He's yeah. just driven by this desire yeah. to kill crazy people. It seems like he should he should do something like, I don't know, like, eat their brain or something. Considering he's got, like, rows and rows of sharp teeth. Yeah. Yeah, that he doesn't use. Yeah. And, like, how does he say himself? Does he just, like, crawl back into his rock when he's done and shoot off to space to recharge? Yep. Clearly. Yep. Uh, initiative chopper shows up. They should have spent the budget on this chopper on the slug costume. They clearly got a deal. They got it for two episodes. Or maybe they probably shot these episodes at the same time. Yeah, so they just or at least used the, the chopper. chopper parts, yeah. Um, but yeah, should have spent the chopper money on the slug costume. We see Graham. Gramped. Gramped. That's one bright spot in this episode. I do. I, I do. I do like Gramped. The slug followed the Summers' home. Bum, bum, bum. Joyce isn't doing well. She wakes up and tries to cook. Calls Buffy fat. Which is less true now than ever. I know. she's so, She looks really teeny, in particular this episode. I know I said I was going to talk about it a lot and yeah. try not to, but like, she's so frail. She's so teeny. She looks uh, oh so tiny. In her delirium, she repeats what the other crazies said, mm-hmm. that Dawn is nothing Buffy has an emotional conversation with Don, or I like think it's supposed to be. I'm feeling nothing. Yeah. Well, because it's it's weird. Because yeah, I kind of get like Don is starting to notice like there's a weird pattern here, but I don't think there's any reason for it to be as upsetting as it is without knowing why. It's just like these are some weird things that happened to me. I mean, I think things like are maybe escalated thing, because like. Because you're upset that your mom is sick, that, like, everything's more upsetting. Yeah. But, like, Buffy's speech to her, Buffy trying to comfort her, maybe it's not touching because Buffy's lying. Yeah. Maybe it's just because this is all a bummer. Maybe if they had framed it more of, like, it's very clear that Dawn's just like, I just want to know why. And Buffy, like, you can see that she really wants to tell her but can't because she knows that that would be worse for her. Yeah. That would be a way to frame it where I kind of feel bad for both characters. But now it's just, like, they're both kind of acting in a way that's weird because of the circumstances that the show needs them to have. Yeah, it's a little weird because Buffy is acting really sincere and not like she's lying. Mm -hmm. And, like, giving no hint of that. And we're, like... Are you confused? Did you not? Yeah. Do you not realize why they're... they're... And, like, I, I feel like you... For the conceit of drama, you do have to be a little bit worse of a liar than you actually are sometimes. Because, um, like, maybe it's just, you know, Buffy is really, like, manning up and, and being, you know, as, as good a liar as she can to help protect her sister. 
but that doesn't read really. Yeah. I it mean, reads that she's just all of a sudden a great liar because, I don't know, maybe she doesn't care. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, the gang is researching at the university because, you know, al- aliens, those are outside the huge. We don't have info on demon aliens. Yep. I mean, we can, we can stop calling it a demon. It's just an alien. Yeah. Um, and also, like, do, do regular libraries have books about actual aliens? That, I think you need to go on the interwebs. Yeah. They'll talk about aliens a lot there. Yeah. And how they're related to history. They're at the first Thanksgiving. Everything There's like some that. really interesting videos on YouTube I can direct you to <laughs> if you want a good laugh. I mean, I mean, science, Mike. Science. Magnets. How do they work? <laughs> Willow finds the Queller event. Mm-hmm. Primitive people believe that the moon caused insanity. They would pray for a meteor to quell the madman. What? Quell. So they just call it the queller. Yeah. Which turns sure. out to be the correct term. Or Ben calls him. I don't like this episode, Mike. Yeah. I'm just trying to get through it. It's it's real first drafty. It is. It is. You pitch it. And someone smarter in the writer room goes, alien, fuck off. Here's another reason why I think it's very first drafty. Uh, Willow makes a factual error when she talks about the Tunguska incident. Yeah. She says there was a 1917, which is way off. It happened in 1908. Coincidentally, also misdated in the movie Ghostbusters when Ray Stance says it was 1909. So apparently nobody in any media can get the date of this goddamn event right. Considering it's like the hugest meteor thing yeah. ever, you think that they could, you know, it was well, well documented. Yeah, like you, you can find out the year. Right. Uh, so the list of the times with lots of crazies matches the list of meteoric events. I could try a good YouTube video on that too, I guess. I mean, that's not a bad thing. Like, this mm-hmm. scene, I don't hate, except that there are aliens. Like, if it was, like, the demon, yeah. and then list, you know, the crazy people yeah. times, and then no more crazy people times. And even cool. if it was something like the the act of summoning the demon uh, caused weird weather things that made it look like there were meteors hitting. Yeah. So, like, you, you maybe you think it's from outer space at first, and you realize, like, no, it's a demon that just seems like an alien. That would be interesting. Yeah. That would be so cool. Miss Spell causes a meteor shower mm-hmm. and fools them into thinking it comes. That's great, yeah. Mike. That's great, Mike. We fixed it. Good job. And we don't have to go through the rest of it now? That's, I think so. That's what think... you're saying. Willow calls Riley to update him. He's at the hospital. And claims the demon is there. Why? It's not. Uh, because of r- radiation. But he says, he says, like, I'm at the hospital. We've got the demon cornered in the vents. Maybe he, like, misread the radioactivity. So you don't think he's lying? You think he's just wrong? I think he's just wrong, because otherwise then he is, like, he fails the lie once and then gets it right. Because he's like, uh, we, uh, 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 I have it cornered in the vents. Oh, okay. Uh, so whenever I think about this episode, I, all I can picture is I. it's 40 minutes of Joyce in bed talking to the ceiling, Dawn in bed moping, and this thing on the ceiling staring down okay. at her. Okay, Dawn, fucking sleep on the couch. You're not going to get any rest being in the bedroom next to your mom yelling all night. It's just upsetting you. 
We are just cutting back and forth between <laughs> Moby Don, Crazy Joyce, Queller on the Ceiling. Kitchen Salsa. Back to Don't Don. Don't forget Kitchen Salsa. Kitchen Salsa. Why the Salsa? Back to Don. Back to Joyce. Back to the Alien. Back to Salsa. I think I have a simple explanation. Uh, the episode probably ran short. <laughs> I would think so, yeah. But it's fucking boring. <laughs> and again, this thing does not look... So I'm not like... It's not building tension. Mm-hmm. I'm not scared of this. No. It's just like fucking drop already. Yeah. Let's do this. Yeah, I don't... There's really none of those things you're cutting between that need to be more than 20 seconds. And it squeals. It's like hyper... like... Not scary. Adorable. <laughs> uh, so Buffy is washing dishes and listening to salsa music, and she finally cries. She cries mm-hmm. for the first time. Uh, the- I mean, the music isn't that bad. <laughs> I mean, this is real life. You know, it's doing something mundane that your mm-hmm. body can finally be like, and release. And fall apart. Queller drops on mom. She made a new friend. <laughs> Oh, no. Not like that, Joyce. Not like that. Go talk to Giles. <laughs> Don smashes it with the random coat rack in a bedroom. I mean, it's a choice. Fine. But go, Don. She's, you yeah. know, defending mom, doing something for once. But then she just kind of like throws the coat rack and it's like, ah! Well, it's chasing her. Yeah. And it's going, <laughs> I do have the same reaction to a cockroach, so it's fine. Do you throw coat racks around and run? Sure, yeah, if the coat rack's in my way. The coat rack, away! You take care of him. Cover me while I, I, I flee. Uh, Buffy can't hear any of this over the salsa music, but then she does for some reason. Well, because, like, Don opens the door and screams loud enough, I think. All right, fine. It's just kind of like general commotion before that. Uh, They chase it around the house. He just wants a hug, guys. <laughs> no. He just wants a no hug. No means no, Mike. He's just a friendly hug monster. <laughs> oh, God. Gross. Huggy mon. Gotta uh, catch him though. No means no. Personal boundaries. He doesn't know about those. He's from space. <laughs> there are no boundaries because it's b- boundaryless. <laughs> the then best. you have plenty of space to go over there. Be over there. But he's so excited to finally be around people. He just wants to hug them. And he gets so excited he drools into their mouths. <laughs> he's just misunderstood. Yeah. Ugh. So Spike's there. <laughs> oh, that's another highlight. That's Yeah, this is good. Yeah. I like this. Says he was raiding the basement for shit. I, I love the, did you hear a noise? Like, yeah, maybe it's you because you're in my fucking house. Also, how did he not hear the previous noise? Maybe he was listening to some headphones downstairs. Sure. Or maybe he like just snuck in at that point. And found the photos really had, quick. Had time to find photos of her, so that's what he was really doing. He was not yeah. he was not getting furniture for his crypt, but it was rather stealing pictures of Buffy. Which Buffy notices there are pictures of her. Right, but she's got bigger problems. But it seems like I don't know. I feel like the of her makes it like if you could see it that specifically, I feel like you'd remember. And like it would be a thing. Yeah. This is beyond pathetic. Yeah. She's rejected you. Mm-hmm. I get I I get crushes when it's like, un, you know, mm-hmm. like an, a secret and mm-hmm. like, oh, they don't know I like them, but I like them so much, but I can't tell them because I'm nervous about it. Yeah. But once you're like, I like you and the person's like, you're beneath me, <sighs> then hide in shame. But I mean, in the vampire stalker's defense. <laughs> it's a good side to take. Go ahead. Yes. She rejected him as a 
I'm going to kill you person. Not necessarily like I'm into you, even though he had like the little like almost kiss. That's what I'm referring to. Yeah, but I mean, that's not. It, I feel like it would be very easy to think like, oh, from Buffy's point of view, he just wants to like uh, fight me to the death. And that's kind of sexy. So maybe we'll make out as we're fighting to the death. Not like I'm in love with you. I want to like be with you, Buffy. Mm. And in you, Buffy. Mm. I don't know. I feel like it's he's he's messed up uh, he's messed up enough that she wouldn't necessarily think, oh, he's got the hots for me. I'll reject him for having the hots for me as much as like, no, I'm not going to fight you, Spike. And just like fight kiss. Yeah. Like I, it's gross. Yeah. Just get away. The Queller drops on him, <laughs> like his reaction. <laughs> just complete, like, not like, I'm being attacked by a demon, but like, what the shit yeah. is this? <laughs> Again, he just wanted to hug Spike. Oh, we all do. Yeah. Uh, Buffy stabs it. The fisheye camera. <laughs> we get a fisheye view of it, and his, his head's all stretched. Oh. <laughs> it's just not scary. It's just not scary. It's adorable. <laughs> he just looks so dorky. He's <laughs> a little guy. Oh. Enter the initiative. After all the danger's gone. Day late and a dollar short, guys. In the, in the black tactical gear, now they're wearing berets. Ooh, beret squad. Berets. Dreg is visiting Ben. Mm-hmm. Which, hey, that's strange. Yeah, apparently these characters are connected and have been for his entire life. Yeah, Ben, ben summoned the Queller to clean up Glory's mess, like which, he always does. Which makes like Ben not a very likable character, because there's no indication that he he thought it wouldn't just kill them. So it's like, oh, yeah. Ben's just a complete asshole now. Yes. I feel like that's a little early for that. I like this. I, I think it's super intriguing because up till now, he's been almost too perfect. Mm-hmm. So, like, not only is this, like, a mystery of, like, how the shit does Ben know glory and drag, but yeah. also, like, why the hell? He's a doctor. <laughs> why would he be summoning aliens to kill crazy people? What the shit is going on with this guy? Oh, like anybody this. be summoning aliens to go crazy I mean, people. if you were a crazy person, you might be summoning aliens. But, um... Me, blur, yeah, blur. yeah I, I don't know. I just feel like it's a lot very quickly because we don't know anything about Ben. And all of a sudden we know, like, oh, he's connected to glory and he's an asshole who kills people. Oh, well, that's a lot. But it's also, like, nothing, which is, which is why I like it. Uh, I feel like it could have been less. Okay. Uh, Joyce is about to go in for surgery. Uh, remembers that Dawn is not real, but she is ours. This is an important moment, I think, um, because later on, Buffy's resolve to protect Mm -hmm. this thing that's not really her sister almost seems irresponsible in terms Mm. of what's at stake. And I think a big part of her motivation comes from my dying mother yeah told me to yeah she she basically made me promise to do this i don't want to piss off my dead mother no also like or betray her but yeah why well, i don't think she's afraid that Chris is gonna come <laughs> back and beat her up or haunt her it's the, the hell mouth it could happen yeah they just <laughs> they just call them the ghostbusters that would be an awesome crossover let's do that 
What do you think about listening to fear? I don't think we should have. I I don't feel fear. There's no. there's no fear. If for any reason you listen to the episodes before you watch it, watch the show, or it's been a while, yeah, yeah, and you're like thinking like, oh, what's a skippable episode in this season? I would say this one. This one. This is what I always remember as being the worst episode of Buffy. I always remember, oh, it's the alien stop monster mm-hmm. one. I'll reserve that judgment. There's, I, yeah. we had some bad ones in season four. I was really hoping I could put my finger down on exactly why I despise this so much. And I think it's just because the lack of anything redeemable. I mean, like, mm-hmm. there's just no, yeah. nothing. It's not even like that terrible as much as it's just like not good yeah well yeah it's 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 kind of for me it's the combination of it's a lackluster episode that feels kind of rushed plus it kind of breaks the rules by having like an alien demon yeah i hate the like i hate the alien if you're gonna do that like it needs to be really good you can't just break the rules just because and then have an episode that isn't strong enough to support them because then it feels like well, why did we even do this? And shouldn't that be a bigger realization? The idea yeah. that like, oh, aliens are a thing and they can crash land on yeah. our planet. Like, uh, first off, don't do that. Just yeah. don't do it. Don't do it. Mike's idea of it being a fake out was great. Do that. So, yeah, I always I hate the alien thing. Unless you are specifically watching science fiction mm-hmm. where that's the point. Yeah. Aliens. I don't want aliens. Don't put them in Batman. Don't put them in fucking. I don't. I zombie, don't put them in it, it unless it is like specifically we're watching Star Trek. Yeah. Got it. So you're not Aliens. a fan of the Batman versus Predator comic? I, I have not read it. Um, he fights Predator. That's fine. No. They throw sharp things at each other. So yeah, I, I hate the baddie. I hate the Riley shit. Yeah. We've talked about before how like it's not that the cancer stuff isn't well done. Yeah, it's just a real downer. It's just such a downer. And when the the other half of the episode isn't like, oh, this is fun. I can handle that down stuff. It's like, you're just angry at one half of the episode and depressed by the other. Well, like, I'm angry at, like, two-thirds because it's like, well, I'm angry about the alien Mm -hmm. and about Riley. Yeah. And then we got cancer. And I just... And honestly, like cancer kind, the cancer stuff kind of also pisses me off. Not because it's not well done, mm. but because fuck cancer. <laughs> I, I kind of wish it had been a little more in the background, which I, it might sound harsh, but I feel like because it's not really in the tonal wheelhouse of the show, mm. it's it's weird to devote a lot of time to it in episodes where you also have to have all like the let's fight demon stuff, which. It's th- those tonal shifts are really hard to do, and we have so much of it, it makes it even harder. One of my big complaints about season five is we're missing the camp. Like it, it tonally is way more. I feel like in line with Angel. Like yeah. I, it, I need the lighter that is moments. A really good point. Yeah, it it does feel tonally a lot more like an Angel season than a Buffy season. Yeah, and I even season six, which gets dark as shit, mm-hmm. has but a musical so episode. Like, yeah. <laughs> like it, And like season four, mm-hmm. you know, there were so many Monster of the Week episodes that we really liked because yeah. they were funny, they were mm-hmm. fun. There's, there's just no joy in this. Yeah. And like there'll be some episodes that are 
get a little bit. It's, I mean, it's definitely better once Riley's out of the picture because that's a whole plot that, that, that we can just lose and not have to worry about. Sure. Um, so that definitely helps. But yeah, it's, it does seem like the only thing they try to do is make like the, the magic store stuff and like a lot of the Scooby stuff on the side kind of like funny, but too little. Yeah, it's too little. And the fact that it's so disconnected from most of the stuff happening with Buffy, like she's not involved in a lot of that stuff. So it feels very disjointed. And it's like, but yeah, but like the main character is still just horribly depressed. Yeah. And everything just keeps getting taken away from her. All right. I think it's time to take a break and hear from our sponsor. He helped his girlfriend move for a really long time. One of the most stressful periods in his life was when he forgot to take his vitamins. He wears a lot of sweaters. He rebels by letting vampires nibble on him a little. The most fascinating thing he ever said was about recycling. He's the least interesting man in the world. I usually drink beer, and when I do, I prefer whatever light beer is on tap. Always drink whatever light beer is on tap, responsibly. Stay bland, my friends. It's time to put listening to fear back on the shelf. Yes, please. (laughs) And open the books on Into the Woods. Um, there's a story behind that. Okay. So that's a lyric from one of the songs in Into the Woods. Yeah. Have another bean, followed by beans are made for making you rich. I had to hear, especially that first line, at least once every 30 seconds on a car trip from uh, the Chicago suburbs to uh, the Stratford Festival in Canada. Because one of the our friends in the car was really into that soundtrack at the time. And he wasn't singing the full songs. He would just sing, have another bean. And then about once every 10 times, he would follow it with beans are made for making you rich. Uh, so, yeah, I'm I, I. So he's dead now because you murdered him. Uh, I'm not the biggest fan of Into the Woods. <laughs> not, the, not the biggest fan. But this episode, let's start talking about it. All righty. The gang is in the waiting room while Joyce is in surgery. The doctor coming out and then cutting to credits is weird. I liked it. Tonally, I found it strange. But I feel like that was very intentional, and I like that choice. Okay. I feel like it was a strong choice, but I feel like, okay, like, this is serious. Like, this is going to be our cold open, because it might be something bad. I wish they had waited until post-dawn scene. Like, just have it be one of those episodes where it just waits a long time. Or it even start with the credits. I'd be fine with that. I think this is weird. Madness. But luckily, the procedure was a success. Yay! They they got it out. They cut it out. Cut it out. Uh, Don is spending the night at Xander's. Hmm. We know how that is. Buffy and Riley are going to get it on. Yeah. Because who wouldn't want to do that with him? Yeah. They're going to have loud, obnoxious sex or quiet, sad Terminator 1 sex. <laughs> Uh, I, I like the, um, they're looking at the movie listings and Anya really wants to see the movie with the chimp playing hockey. 
choose monkey. Go monkey. <laughs> Buffy and Riley are going full just... I mean, they're lit all the candles. They're slow dancing well, in the guys, living room. There's nothing that's going to go wrong with this relationship, right? Slow, We're not setting this up. Slow dancing in the living room. Yeah. It's I a mean, bit much. that's... Wow. Yep. Riley, grow some balls. Uh, so th- at this point, I'm like, what are you going to do, buddy, when she sees the bite marks on your arm? Yeah. Like, it, it, and it's bizarre to me that that never comes up. Well, like, he's got a bandaid on it like he donated blood. Yeah. Yeah. And it just seems like, well, I guess the whole thing with Riley is kind of rushed. But like you, that seems like something you'd set up and there'd at least be a point where he's like, oh, afraid that he's going to show it. Yeah, I need to see him stumbling over the lie. Yeah. I want I just want one second of that. No, but he's he gets he's perfect at it until, you know, Stalker Spike shows up. And Riley's upset that Buffy cried someplace not on his shoulder. <sighs> oh, your fragile male ego is just is so bruised. It's yeah, so bruised. I, I feel so bad for you. Yep. Your her her mom we had cancer, yeah. and she had to be the mom to her little sister and her mm-hmm. own mom while also fighting a demon and keeping a stiff upper lip and dealing with medications and insurance. Mm-hmm. And all the while, there's the impending, your mother may die. And, and she's in college still. And how dare you cry on your own terms? Like, what the fuck, Riley? Just... just Fuck you. I'm God damn it, Riley. Thank you. Uh Spike is hanging around while they boink. <laughs> Creepy. <laughs> creepy. I mean he can't see them. Like he's looking up, his view through the window is the ceiling. It's almost creepier. Because it's just like, I know what's going on. There. Yeah, he can smell it. Yeah, he can smell it. I kind of wish I know it would be really dumb, but because the way they kind of like pan down to him, there's just a single tear. Oh god, no. Then some like really emo music starts playing. Did you ever feel a break of time? Oh my god. Did you ever feel out of touch? <laughs> you understand that that video exists somewhere on YouTube. Oh, I am 100% certain I do. Because <laughs> definitely like when I first started getting into any nerdy thing in the early to mid 2000s, one of the first things you'd want to do is like, oh, let's see if there's any, any videos online, either like YouTube once that was a thing or even like, I don't know, proto YouTube stuff like E-Bombs World. And oh, I feel like... Early YouTube was just littered with the weirdest montage videos. I loved them. I loved them Ugh. so hard. Uh-oh. There are still some songs that when they come up on my iPod, that's right, I still have an iPod, uh, that, that I'll, I, I can only picture the Buffy music video it went along with. Okay. Everyone had to have the, the spike giving Buffy a hand and helping her stand up. And then when it happens later, she doesn't take his hand. Everyone used that. Riley goes to his crack den. Oh, it's uh, a long walk. I don't like. They don't show how far it is, but there's no way. Like the the nice Buffy neighborhood where they live no. is a short walk to a crack den. It, maybe if it was like a regular looking house on the outside, but it's clearly like this is like some weird industrial neighborhood. Super super crack yeah. den. Spike follows him. God damn it, Riley! <laughs> Why are you going here? You got her back. Yeah. If you were all being all emo because, wham, my girlfriend isn't giving me attention. She literally just spent the entire day dedicated but to I you. But I could feel it, man. Like, she didn't need me. Candles. She just, like, wanted to be my girlfriend and, like, 
she uh, let be you be inside of her. I mean, but she didn't need me inside of her. I just—it's really hard, guys. You don't understand. Uh, God damn it, Riley. <laughs> You're the worst. You're just the worst. You're dumb. You're really dumb. Your girlfriend, like, is really into you and was like, I can't wait to get down and have sex with you. And, like, has at no point has been like, where have you been, you prick? No, she was all just into spending a wonderful romantic night with you. Mm -hmm. And you go to a crack den to get bit by vampire. (sighs) Have we made the, the... the joke yet about that he's getting sucked off? I, I don't feel like he even deserves it. That's <laughs> true. The initiative is going to Belize. They're camped out in a motel room. So a, a flipped over version of Riley's room. Berets in Belize. They're going to be wearing berets in Belize. Yeah, they are. <laughs> I, I, I seem very happy about that. <laughs> I don't know why it's so funny to me. I think it's some kind of weird, like, Stockholm Syndrome with, like, the Riley plot. It's, like, anything that's even remotely pleasant involving this plot is just, like, the best thing in the world. I'm trying. I'm reaching. Belize berets. Belize berets. Ah, <laughs> oh, cramped. <laughs> he is there. Good for cramped. Spike just walks into Buffy's room. Do they not lock their doors? I don't know. Because it's not like other vampires can just walk in. But demons could. So yeah. like, why wouldn't they lock them? Or just robbers. Like just everyday shit. Lock your door. Yeah, but I mean, if you're if you're there and it's the suburbs, I don't think it's as mm. big a deal. Uh, he, yeah, he's just there creepily. Yeah. She's um, naked, which, fine. <laughs> I don't know why I feel the need to comment on yeah. that. It's it's you know guys it's fine that occasionally in her own house Buffy is naked. I know I'm gonna get some flack for this, but I don't mind Buffy taking a shower. <laughs> Why isn't she asking where Riley is? Like I feel like if I if I woke up after the night I just had and spikes in my room and my boyfriend's not, my first question is where's Riley? Yeah, I might even ask like, hey Spike. What'd you do with Riley? Yeah, my assumption would be like, what the fuck did you do? Yeah. I'm blaming you for it. He takes her to the crack den. Whoa. And it, you know it's really depressing because there's no widespread panic posters, just string cheese incident. I was going to say. <laughs> so specifically, there's posters everywhere. So I'm looking for the widespread panic and just, string cheese incident. Just string cheese incident. Kind of a good band name. Yeah, they're kind of like fish-like. Oh, that's a real thing? Yeah. Oh, I no. thought they like made this up specifically no, for no. this scene. And it was like specifically a, a band that I just, my brother used to be like the thing on Fish Tour. Um, that like when, when Fish disbanded as a band mm. and, you know, all the people who followed Fish like, oh, what do we do now? There was like some who were like, uh, let's try a string cheese incident. They're kind of similar. Okay. Yeah. Riley is getting sucked off. By a vampire. Sure. Uh, with your teeth. Uh, uh, blood. On his arm. Uh, it tells her harder. Why? Why? Why would you do this? I don't. Okay. Um, Buffy sees it. She's upset. She runs out. Uh, Spike is not getting the gratitude he expected. He no, thought he was like, going to thank you. Oh, no, I'm sad too. 
Riley goes back to his. I'm just. I can't get over this, Mike. Why is he doing this? Um, what is the point? Because they they wanted to get rid of his character because people weren't responding to him. So <sighs> this was apparently the only thing they could come up with. It is not motivated. Yeah. It is not logical. And it feels weird too because it's almost like let's try to make him more dark and having a, a bad side before we get rid of him because people didn't like that he wasn't dark and didn't have a bad side. Well, it's like, no, just either get rid of him or change him if you think that's the problem. Doing both is just f- fucking weird. I feel like you could have stuck with the real world problem of independent woman semi-modern male can't handle it yeah and like have it be i don't feel like i have a place here all i have is buffy and i i i can't get past this this issue i have and have like maybe them discuss it and like her be like that's kind of weird man or him making demands of her of you can't do this without me and her being like what the shit? Yeah, and then if, and then it could be a similar exit as far as like I'm gonna go do initiative type stuff, but to have it be more like I don't think this is gonna work out. I have this opportunity. Maybe mm. it's time for this to end instead of like I'm gonna go get sucked off by vampires. If you really love me, you'll stop me from going away. Me. Yeah, it it really need could have been just a very real world yeah. breakup. Yeah, and they're just like this isn't working out. I have to go. I'm sorry. I wish I could have been okay with this. Like, yeah, I wish you could have too. Um, this, th- we used to have something good, but you just couldn't get over it. Sorry, man. Yeah. Okay. So Riley goes back to the initiative or goes to his apartment. The initiative's there. Um, mm-hmm. or they say this isn't the initiative. Yeah. It's like some black ops team. Bullies, They don't care what mo- makes monsters tick. We just stop them. Oh, so shoot first can ask questions later. Like the initiative? Yeah. But like... But we're not the initiative. Well, because like, they don't do weird science shit. Sure. They just shoot them. Yep. They're leaving for Belize at midnight tomorrow. They want Riley to go. Can I help you pack your bag? Yeah. You're taking that tube TV? Willow and Anya are fighting at the magic shop. Aw. Anya doesn't like being teased about... Being strangely literal. Yeah. Which I, I get. I yeah. also am just not great at being teased mm-hmm. that like someone's ribbing me good naturedly I, yeah. I i i get very touchy about it very mm-hmm. quickly and i would i would also kind of sympathize because i feel like it must be very frustrating being f- corrected all the time yeah that like at some point you're just like okay but like shut up either you know what i mean or i'm me and just yeah. at some point deal with that uh xander's caught in the middle foreshadow foreshadow Buffy asks for Giles and Anya's info on the vamp den. They say that humans have been doing this for centuries. Mm-hmm. They get off on the rush and the danger. Yeah. Okay. I I understand that for other people. Yeah, I mean, I guess you've kind of seen Riley wants to get on, in on the action as far as like initiative type stuff, but never felt like he was like a thrill demon. It felt more like, I've got a job to do. I'm going to go do it. Right. No, he. I think he more enjoys being the hero. Yeah. Not the vamp nibbles. Yeah. <laughs> but I think... Nibbles. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, I, I still think this is just very emo of like, you hurt my feelings, so now I'm going to do something you don't like. Yeah, it really, it, oh, it's so fucking ridiculous. God damn it, Riley. One thing I do like, there's like a little moment where they talk about the, uh, the, the appeal of the, the supernatural world or something. There's some like phrase, and you can clearly see Anthony Stewart head as Giles is doing a little like, Ripper flashback. Oh. I'd be like, oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. That was. He probably got bitten by a vampire at some point. I think he probably did, yeah. Yeah. At some party. Buffy and the gang go back to the vamp den, which has since been abandoned. Buffy's all kill, kill. And Scoobies are just like, eh. Burning down crack house. It's <laughs> the name of that that chapter. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure. You're pretty, oh, okay. I'm pretty yeah. sure. We, we, won't, we won't check. We'll just trust you. Spike uh, is drinking booze in mm-hmm. his very bright crypt. Yep. You know what that crypt needs? Curtains. Needs some curtains. It also feels like super sad. He's, there, he's doing nothing else but he's drinking alone. Just He has a TV. Yeah. Turn on the TV. I know passions might not be on, but there's got to be something. Something. Get a book. Something. Price is right. Do a crossword puzzle. Daytime TV, man. It's rough. Yeah. Riley stakes in with a plastic stake. Where do you get that? Yeah, do you just have that at the ready? <laughs> Were there a lot of times where it was like, I might need to fake a vampire out? Or just like that when he spent like his entire time from like once Buffy uh, saw him, he was like, oh, I gotta get Spike. I'm gonna go find a plastic stake. Well, and I, my, it's funny how my first thought was like, oh no, they sold these for Buffy fans. But he wouldn't. He doesn't exist in a world where Buffy's a show. Yeah, it's it's not that meta. <laughs> Funny if it was. You see him open the package. <laughs> uh, Spike says that Buffy needs some monster in her man. Oh. Mm, does I mean, she? I see where Spike would think that. Sure, I see why Spike gets that yeah. conclusion, and and it's very advantageous to him to feel mm-hmm. like yeah. I have the upper hand but I really don't think this is true no. I think she was perfectly happy just like kind kind of being in a you know somewhat serious but mostly casual relationship with just like what she thought was a solid guy like they had yeah. some issues but he was overall before this season seemed like pretty respectful and responsible and like good at being in a relationship and up to this point she had no reason to think like <laughs> We can't get past these issues. That's what's really sad for Buffy this episode is that this really, she's blindsided by this Mm -hmm. because even just judging from their, you know, little night of very romantic boinking, she really thought they were fine. That like every time that she was like, I'm going to do some things with my mom, you go off to your own thing. That like, she didn't see his look that he was like, I'm butthurt. She, you know, she's just like, nope, that's how things are going. I got my deal. I will check yeah. back in with you. And now that my mom's fine, I am checking back in with you. Yeah. And so it's sad that, like, she's just like, how, where? Yeah. Well, I thought that you were great. And in a healthy relationship, that would be, it would be totally expected. Like, I know you're going through some stuff. If you don't, if you don't, like, have a lot of time to commit to this relationship, I totally get it. Sure. I'm here for you if you need me. I'm not going to be, like, upset if you need to be alone right now or just be with your family. But, no, Riley's like, but she needs to need me. We've been dating for a year. Oh, you whiny bitch. 
Riley's not the long haul guy because he isn't a demon. Mm-hmm. But it really, it's because he's just too much of a pansy to handle a strong woman. Yeah. And like, they, they touched on the whole thing of him feeling like she doesn't love him as much as he loves her. But like, deal with that. Don't just like make it into a bigger problem of like, you need to, you need to validate me by being weaker so that then I know you love me. Like, that's what? healthy. Yeah. That seems real healthy right there. Like, come on, Riley. What? Where, I know you're all upset that you don't have your weird science mom from last year and you're out of a job, but like, it's not that bad for you, buddy. No. Like, I get it. It's, it's, it's a weird time for you. Maybe this is the toughest time you've had, but you know what? Everyone else around you is dealing with some much bigger shit. Right? Like, I mean, calm down. Go visit your mom. Yeah. Go back to Iowa for a week. Chill the fuck out. Come back. See if you you can, like, make this relationship work. If you can't, be like, you know what? Okay. I guess we just have different, you know, feelings. If you need to feel needed, go get a puppy. Or a vampire to bite your arm. Oh, sure. Yeah. The puppy will bite your arm. I'll be fine. Oh, yeah. Then, uh, yeah, I think he'd just be fine with that then. Uh, Buffy is punching the punching bag. Punching her feelings away. I'm that's that's healthy. Mm-hmm. That you don't get bit by a vamp. You go to the gym and you punch a punching yeah. bag. And it's clear that Riley is 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 no uh, stranger to the gym. He's a fit guy. He yeah. could be, you know, just doing some more kickboxing. Great hobby to have. Uh, he shows up. Probably bad timing. And when someone's like, "I'm not ready to talk to you yet." Yeah. Usually that's like, especially when, I'm sorry, you're the dick who, yeah. for all intents and purposes, cheated on her. Mm-hmm. When she says, I, and not even, like, she's giving you a pass yeah. here. Not like, I never want to see you again. But she's just like, I'm not ready to talk to you yet. Yeah. Implying a time will come mm-hmm. when I can have this conversation, but it's too soon. Yeah. You go, got it. Sorry. I, I, I am right. No, but re- he has to give her a weird ultimatum. No, but- it has to be all about him. And his wants and his timing and what he needs. So he blames Dracula. <sighs> Fucking really, bro? I really? did it because I wanted to know why Dracula and Angel have so much power over you. Oh, shut up. Okay, let's address let's address this. Why did Dracula have power over her? Because he had magic. He had magic. <laughs> she was under a spell. Fuck off. You were there. You didn't have this problem at the time. Ugh. Why did Angel have so much power over her? Because he was her first boyfriend. Yeah. They were in love. You're the only one who can't get over it. Yeah. She's over it. Yeah. Everyone else on the show, Xander wanted the guy to fucking die. He's over it. Everyone else is fine. You're the one that seems to have a weird obsession with Angel. I got news for you, buddy. I got news for you. She's in her 20s. She dated people before you. Yeah, it's, she was not a virgin when you met her, and I'm pretty sure it's been established that you weren't. You had girlfriends too, or at least like you went on dates. So like, uh, I don't know. And he says he like the vampires because they needed me. Ugh. Fragile male ego. I'm like, oh, sorry. You know what would have been a healthier thing to do is like. Express your feelings to your fucking girlfriend. Not go get bitten by a vampire. I don't feel that you need me. I do need you, Riley. I need yeah. you to be a stable, reliable 
person yeah. whom I love, who's there for me mm-hmm. under all this craziness. Yeah. I need you to be my constant. Mm-hmm. You go, dude, I can be that for yeah. you. I'm not going to go to a crack den and get hit by bit by a vampire. I'm going to go to the gym. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to get a beeper. So you can call me yeah. if you need me and I'm actually accessible, mm. but you take your time. I'm going to be at the gym. I just want you to tell me one thing, Christian. Mm. Tell me about your whores. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. She's not wrong. But that line is, is. <laughs> it's, as far it's, as like that line being in a show and a way that's supposed to be taken seriously. Tell me about your whores. Yeah, there's no indication really that it he gets anything sexual out of this. So this is a weird spot for her. We're like, I understand why she feels like he ch- feels betrayed. Because yeah. it definitely is an intimate thing. Right. And he did lie yeah. about where he was. Probably put her name because I'm pretty sure you could still get some kind of weird bloodborne disease from that. That sounds disgusting now. Yeah. But he didn't have sex with anyone. But like she's has a sworn duty to kill vampires. Yeah. Yeah, so this it's a weird dynamic. Yeah, it'd be um, like if you're you're dating a cop and then you find out that you've been writing an erotic novel with a fugitive. Like it's not exactly cheating, but it 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 hurts a lot. Yeah, and it's weird. Yeah, that that's what you choose to do. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it feels very personal. Like no, like you could have secretly written an erotic novel with anyone. First of all, it's weird that you decided to do that. Yeah. It's even weirder that you did it against my sworn enemies. Exactly. Yeah. That is a very good metaphor. Thank you. <laughs> Simile? Metaphor. Oh, that's just a real life thing. <laughs> okay. I was dating this police officer. <laughs> so I, I was just writing down some things, some things that I was feeling because this is a weird mm-hmm. situation and what it was making me feel. Uh, when he was saying like, it wasn't real. It was just physical. Those are things that people say when they cheat. Yeah. So you're not helping your case nope. by really driving home that metaphor yeah. of I cheated on you. The other thing is that like he was engaging in very reckless behavior that put himself at risk, mm. which is a lot like if your significant other got into some dangerous drugs yeah. and did them behind your back. Yeah. Like, you lied and like mm-hmm. putting yourself in danger not only hurts you, it hurts me. Yeah. The most direct parallel, I guess you could say it's something like, because the drugs doesn't quite work because there's the weird intimacy. Maybe it's more like. If you if, got into BDSM behind their back, but or, there was like, no I, actual sex. I was going to say more like. Yeah, because they're, they're, it's weird because it's both something where you could contract something like with you know, using shared needles or sex, but it's not exactly sex. So it'd be, I don't know. This is weird. It's, it's such weird. a weird, it's such a weird metaphor. It's very, it seems very mixed and either kind of side you want to go if it's more like a drug metaphor or like a, a sex affair metaphor. Neither one really works and both seem like a weird choice for the character. All of it. Like he just went down this weird spiral for almost no reason, which just makes the character in retrospect look really crazy like crazy and oversensitive and like it really kind of ruins the character i can see why people hate hate riley as a character full-on because of what he does in this season right i still like season four riley with a 
couple of very key moments that I'm yeah. like, God damn it, Riley. Yeah. But it's like, that would be fine because like characters have flaws. Sure. In this season, he has nothing but flaws and they all come to roost all of a sudden. And the other, but the thing there is that like, he's nothing but flaws and not in a way that like, that works for the plot. Like it's, it's, uh. it's, it's a writing flaw, which yeah. takes me out of the story mm-hmm. and I'm just sitting there going, what are you guys doing? Y'all are unfocused. Yeah. It's like you you originally, I know this isn't the case, but it feels almost like they originally didn't think Riley was going to be in the season. And then last minute, like, oh, no, Riley's going to be here. Like, I don't know what the fuck to do with him. Uh, he likes to get bitten by vampire ladies. Okay. I, I really feel like they started with the whole, like, modern male can't handle a strong woman. And they're like, mm-hmm. oh, that's interesting. Explore that. But then they didn't know how to get rid of him. Yeah. And rather than just be like, just keep it real, dude. They were yeah. like, they had to come up with something magic because that's what the show it's is. It's so mind-boggling to me that they even have it be that the way he ultimately leaves is to go on an initiative-like thing with the government, which could so easily just be like they had a regular relationship not work out or is on the verge of breaking up anyway. And he could still even do the ultimatum thing, which I feel like is kind of a dick move, but not as much as a lot of the other things. And have the same ultimate ending without having him be such an asshole for doing this weird semi-affair drug thing and just progressively getting more and more disrespectful of this relationship and needy and selfish. You could have kept, you could have kept the drug metaphor instead take the episode earlier where his heart was beating too fast and he was trying to keep up with Buffy make that a longer thing that over that he's hiding from Buffy Mm -hmm. and he's taking some sort of serum or yeah. something to make him stronger and make or him even keep just up. Like using magic to do it. And it either way. turns him into a monster and she has to defeat him mm-hmm. or she has to talk him down and yeah. they have a thing. That is a better metaphor of like, I can't keep, yeah. I can't handle the fact that you're independent yeah. and strong. And so I'm going to sabotage this relationship. Mm-hmm. Basically. He says, I know what they were, what they were feeling because it's how I feel when I'm with you. What? Since the whole world falls away and all there is is you. Dude, that's not healthy. No. That's not a relationship. That's an obsession. Yeah. And it, I also feel like that can't be true because then if it was really all about her, you wouldn't have done exactly. what you did. Uh, no, your logic is just wrong. You didn't call me when your mom went into the hospital. And you let me take care of you. No. Just be available yeah. if she wants you to do that. If she doesn't need that, and I can understand like, out. Feel, feeling a little like, oh, like she didn't call me, even though like we're in a relationship. I'd say being a little offended, but like being like, well, but she has to deal with her stuff. Yeah, my feelings aren't as important in this situation. And maybe you say to her, be honest, and go to her and say, hey, how come you didn't call me when yeah. your mom went to the hospital? Yeah, and you- then she can say. It happened so fast. There wasn't time. Or just like, I didn't want to like burden you. Like there's a million different reasons yeah. why she would have done this that aren't like, cause she doesn't care about you. It's like, no, maybe she was like, I don't want to stress out more dealing with like you. Cause I know like we can handle this and I don't want to bum you out. There's a million reasons why you don't have to assume it's cause she doesn't love you. And you can have a discussion about it. You can tell now yeah. that her mom is well, you can have the freedom to say like, look, it hurt my feelings that you didn't call yeah. me because she has no idea. Yeah. You've never told her. That's that's one of the most frustrating things is like it's built so much on this weird 
like non-communicative, uh, communicative, uh, communicative issue of him just not expressing any of these feelings for no good reason. Nope. Just like, I can't express these feelings. I'm just going to bottle them up and help you move and <laughs> do nothing else in my entire life, apparently, except for stew about this. Because men don't have feelings, Mike. Go yeah. back to Iowa. Goodbye, Iowa. So this is where he gives her the ultimatum. The military wants me back. Either we make up right now or I leave town. That's also super healthy, Riley. Don't let the door hit you on the ass on the way out. My my note, just go, Riley. Just fine. Just just go. I don't, I mean, like, I understand being like, this is bad timing because Mm -hmm. I have this deadline. But being like, you need to make up with me right now, like, Dude, you've laid a lot on her shoulders tonight. And, I mean, I guess it's probably supposed to be implied, but they never outright say, like, join us and you you can't go back to this life after this mission. Seems like they just want him for this mission and then he can stay on if he wants, maybe, but it doesn't seem like if you're in, you're in forever and you can never go back. Like, if you need space, I'm going to give you space and go to this thing in Belize. And I I have to say, I'm guilty of this. We're like, Mm. they're, you know, I'm the type of person where when there's conflict... No. I want immediate resolution. I want to talk about it. Let's deal with it. Mm-hmm. So I, when I fought with people, I, you know, the, my roommate in college and I had to sit down with our RA yeah. because my roommate wanted, we got a fight and mm-hmm. she wanted time to think. And I wanted to talk right then. And we had to talk with the RA where the RA is like, okay, can we agree that like, if you guys aren't getting along, you give it, I forget how long the period of time was, give it this period of time. And then you guys can talk about it. Yeah. Well, especially when it's like, you're the one at fault to then give an ultimatum. Yes. It's like extra ticky. Then, yeah, then fucking go. Yeah. Are you kidding me? No, like, I don't need any more of your shit. And he tells her to hit him and why? Why? Uh, as she leaves, good, and runs into the crack den vampires. Bum, bum, bum. They're pissed off that she burnt down their crack den. Yep. And they're they're stupid because they try to attack her with a big piece of wood that's sharp at one end. I mean, come on, guys. You just—they're all cracked out. It's they—they're yeah. they're not thinking. Riley's hoe runs. Buffy javelins her, and I don't like this. Yeah, that she like thinks she's letting her go, but then doesn't. She's a vampire. Mm-hmm. She can barely stand up. Yeah. She is emaciated and shaking and terrified. She's not a threat. But you should still, like, kill vampires. Sure, but this feels more like a gel- like a revenge thing. Yeah. Well, especially because he let her go and then didn't. That was weird. Mm-hmm. Xander's butting in. He tells Buffy that Riley would do anything for you. And she says, what am I supposed to do? Beg him to stay. He says, why not? After Angel, you shut down. Riley is once in a lifetime. Uh... I feel like Xander doesn't know all the details. Oh, yeah, Xander doesn't know about the crack den, does he? No. So I think what he's saying makes perfect sense from his point of view. It's kind of weird that Buffy's not like, you know, you like went to a vampire crack den, right? And he didn't tell me about it. And then he whined about needing me and me not needing him. Asked me to hit him. I was mad that I didn't call him when my mom... Yeah, my bottom line is like, Xander, this ain't your business. I mean, they're they're old friends. I get I get where he's coming from of like... Because I feel like his ultimate thing is, like, whatever you feel, make sure you're you're making the right decision for you. I know he's kind of, like, saying, like, I feel like he's a once-in-a-lifetime guy, but I don't think he's, like, 
so you need to do this. I think that the ultimate thing that he kind of says is like, if he is, you should go for him. And I get that. And I, I feel like I appreciate that. It's a little bit of him projecting. Mm-hmm. Sure. But I, f- I, f- I feel kind of proud of Xander that he's, he's trying here. He doesn't have all the facts, so it's not perfect. Um, I hate this. You hate it. I wow. hate this. I get really mad at Xander here because I feel like she is feeling her feelings. Mm-hmm. And and again, she says, says she needs space. She needs time. She has been hit with a lot yeah. right now. She gets to be mad. She has the right to be mad. Mm-hmm. So for Xander to butt in, upset her with her, and like first off, shame her because like, oh, you're taking out your anger on some vamps. Yes, that's healthy. That's fine. They I- attacked her. But I mean, she was like a little weirdly into it and like revengey. Yeah, because she's pissed, and they, had, it. I I think that she's fine, and like it's one thing if Xander showed up and he's like, "Hey, so I get that you and Riley are employed imploding. Do you want to talk about it?" Mm-hmm. And if she's like, "No, peace," I kind of side somewhat with Xander here, just because I feel like he's. It's that kind of thing where if you're friends with somebody for a long enough time, you're like. I totally get where you're coming from, but like, this is something that I think you might regret. If he had all the information, then I think he'd be a total asshole. Cause it's like, no, like, you probably shouldn't go run to him. Cause even if you do think you want to be with him, it's probably good to take some time apart, if nothing else. Yeah. But from what he knows, it seems like they're just having some kind of weird trouble. And he heard that Riley's going away. Um, and he's like, hey, um, you might want to double check about this because it seemed like you guys were getting along pretty well and that he was better for you than any relationship I've seen you in by far. Sure. Um, turns out not with all the facts. Um, yeah. Although I do find it weird that he never brings up the thing where Riley told him that Buffy doesn't really love him. I don't like the super dramatic Buffy going, Sander, and like her eyes are all watering. He's like, run. <laughs> well, because I feel like it's the wrong choice. Well, yeah, there's that. I'm like, don't run. And like, yeah, her, the, like whatever realization she's having here mm-hmm. is what? Like, oh, I need him. I want him. I don't know. It's. I mean, like if she's saying that like this may not be a deal breaker, maybe we can work through it. I'm not ready to completely cut ties yet. That's fine. People go through a lot in Mm -hmm. relationships that I would totally break up uh, over, but that that people work through. You Mm -hmm. know, a lot of people have worked through infidelity. That would be a deal breaker. But they do it. So if she's like, "I'm, I'm not ready to say I'm done yet, fair, fine. But that's not what this look says. Yeah, this just, looks as like, I love him so yeah. much. Which I haven't really seen. It seems like she she enjoys the relationship. Sure. One thing Riley is probably right about is that she doesn't really love him in the way that he, like, loves her. That might be healthy in some respects because he's kind of virgin. I think it's perfectly I mean, I think this is a... I do yeah. agree with Xander in that this is a much healthier relationship for her. Yeah. Riley is not a dangerous person. Mm-hmm. He's... Not a demon by any yeah. means. He is with, according, from Buffy's point of view, up until this episode, he was emotionally stable. Yeah. He was. He, he tried to be supportive. He wasn't always the best at it because he had some issues, but it was clear that he was trying to make the relationship work and be there for his girlfriend. Yes. 
He, I mean, he really seemed like a great boyfriend mm-hmm. from her point of view. I, yeah. I completely get it. So in terms of like her not loving him, I don't see that. No. Does she need him desperately to live? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I guess it's the kind of thing of like, she might like love him, but she's not like desperately in love with him. Yeah. That kind of thing. Riley is waiting by the chopper. She just misses him. He takes off and he doesn't look down and she's right there. And that's fine. Um, now do you think, cause the way the audio is mixed, I feel like he hears her and doesn't look. Oh, I've never interpreted that way. Because, like, the first time where it's the shot of him in the helicopter just, like, looking straight ahead and her yelling, it's faint, but you can distinctly hear the audio from, like, his perspective. You can hear, like, Riley. You can hear it. Then it gets loud enough that you can't. But you can definitely hear it from his point of view. Now, that could just be, like, the audio was confusing and wasn't as clear as it should have been. But my interpretation is that he does hear it. But at this point, he realizes, like, I shouldn't. And maybe that's just me trying to give something to the Riley character that that he probably doesn't deserve, that he's made the realization, like, mm-hmm. no, I can't handle this. This ultimatum was probably a bad idea. And in a more selfish way, like, if it took her this long to get here... She yeah. didn't make that decision very, very uh, quickly or very solidly in order to get here on time. Uh, it does seem, though, like she leaves the magic shop, runs into those vamps, and then has to sprint. Yeah, and like she, he gave this ultimatum, and it was like 25 minutes to midnight. Not even that. Yeah. Like it, seemed, it really seemed like it was like five minutes. Like, <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. in all fairness, she booked it. Yeah. No, I never had that interpretation. I always went the, you know, rom-com. She ran to the yeah. airport to stop him from flying to... Oh, but to... it was too late. Yeah, that. Yeah. I do like that this makes Xander realize that he should lay all his cards out on the table with mm-hmm. Anya, so there is uh-huh. no confusion. He is powerfully, painfully in love with her. Uh-huh. I love that. Yeah, that's very sweet. And I see that. Like, the more yeah. we see them together, the more he is just finds her strangeness mm-hmm. endearing. Yeah. And as a strange person, I yeah. love that. Yeah. That, like, like my weirdness, please. Well, I think it's, like, he can be his own strange self in a way. Yes. Like, his the things that are usually, like, uh, the things that are unattractive about him to, to most women probably aren't a big deal for Anya. Right. Like the fact that he's, you know, very nerdy and has this weird sense of humor um, and is kind of has this just weird nervous energy a lot of the time. She probably finds that uh, adorable. Right. So it's like it. I could see like that really being a, a nice thing to have. So what's the lesson? Oh, no, I didn't write one because I don't care. I, you know, a little mini lesson. Uh, guys, once you the helicopter takes off, you can close that door. Does it have a door? It should. What if there's rain? <laughs> These are some hardcore Belize berets, okay? Okay, I guess so. What do you think about this one? It's weird because I'm more annoyed with the Riley character than the episode, I'd say. Okay. Mm, there's definitely some writing choices that I that frustrate me, but I feel like at this point, with what they've built up to, 
this is about as good as you're going to get as far as a Riley exit episode with the setup they had. Okay. So I'm okay with it, especially because it just gets rid of this character who sadly has been dead weight for most of the season. I feel like they could have done a lot more with him if they, I don't know, gave him anything to do except for be upset about his relationship. I feel similarly mm-hmm. where at this point it's like, just get him out. Yeah. Um, however, what really upsets me about this episode is I don't think it's the writer's intent for me to feel that way. Mm. I think based on Xander's speech, which I think is supposed to be like the voice of the writers, the special voice of Joss or something. And Buffy's look right before she goes running for Riley. I'm supposed to hope that she catches that helicopter yeah. when I don't. I don't want her to. I want him gone. Maybe they they meant the romantic thing in the beginning to register more. But the fact that he then immediately goes to this blood horror yeah. place. Yeah. It it completely undercuts like how can that have possibly been true if he immediately goes and gets sucked off by lady vamps. So yeah, I I dislike this episode because I feel like you're trying to manipulate my emotions to feel something that really you've spent the whole season mm. not building towards like the opposite i liked it when buffy was like you know was angry and righteously so and and how dare you give me an ultimatum and i'm gonna take out my anger on these vamps that to me that would be my reaction yeah i'm just glad it's done it's done it's over bye riley god damn it riley (laughs) one last one for the road so, are we ready to maybe take a chopper to go international? To Belize, grab my beret. Buffy Tapaja, Vampirite. Ernie Dragon, das Rhined Fleisch Canoe. Petra Rifle, International. So, for Into the Woods, uh, a lot of titles just Into the Woods. Uh, the French title, Out of Love. I see the double meaning there. I hope okay. that's what they that they meant there. That that would be very clever. The German, very German of them. The ultimatum. They got to pick that one thing. Okay. Yep. And it's the most German thing to pick. An ultimatum. So then for listening to Fear, mostly pretty boring ones. The French one is Meteorite. Which kind of shows you what, what the episode's going to be. I think that's sure. kind of nice that... If you're like, oh, what was the one with the space monster? Oh, meteorite. That's probably the that's one. I'll it. Skip that's it. That's the one. And then the German title: "All bad things come from above," which weirdly meta accurate. <laughs> but also not accurate no. because most of the demons come from below. Yeah. And like there are natural disasters that like a volcano that does not come from above. No. It spews up, but it's definitely coming from down there. Yeah. So the title Into the Woods. Into the Woods. Into the Woods. Well, I think it's a play on they say earlier with Joyce that they're out of the woods. Okay. So it's like Buffy and- feels free, but then, oh, no, she's back into the woods with the Riley situation. Gotcha. So implying that, like, things are hunky-dory and happy and yeah. we don't have to be stressed out. You could even say it's tied to the actual play Into the Woods, because that's all about how when you think everything's hunky-dory, there's actually something after the ever after. Okay. So I, I think cool. that could be it. Now it's time to celebrate Buffy's badassery <laughs> with this week's Slay of the Week. Uh, I gotta go with Willow's double slay. 
That was a, a high contender for me. Um, I chose Into the Woods when um, Buffy does sticks two vamps and then one over her head as he sails over her. Okay, yeah, I can see I like that. that. I think more just like the the emotional turmoil of that scene kind of made it more of a bummer. It was it definitely was more of a bummer. It was very exciting to see not only Willow stake two vamps. But be super excited about yeah. stinking two vamps. And then, like, the geekiness of, like, afterwards, like, her legs are, like, rubbing her and she's like, oh, sorry. <sighs> I got two of them. Thank you for tuning in to the Sunnydale Stacks. Please like us on Facebook. Look for us on Twitter and Instagram at Sunnydale Stacks to ask us questions or share your own opinions and memories about Buffy the Vampire Slayer. The Sunnydale Stacks is a part of the 27th Letter Productions Network. Look for our sister podcast, Haiti Remember, and join us next time as we take a field trip. Now that we've gone into the woods, join us as we visit a cabin in the woods when we get lost in the Sunnydale Stack. Because we're lost in the woods. Cabin in Have the another woods. bean. Lost in the woods. Have another bean. You know, you get lost in the sunny dust next, but lost in the woods. Beans are made for making you rich. There's a cabin in that woods. There's a cabin in that woods. <laughs> nope. Nope. <laughs> that doesn't work. <laughs> if you know what I mean.